0: We'll make sure that you get to all over the world. And to celebrate, you know, African Day 2022, we have, you know, sort of, you know, asked ourselves questions as, you know, audio creatives what we need to do, what we need to start doing differently, and how we can, you know, get to work in joining the bigger picture. Um, my name is Felicia and I have other co-hosts with me. I have kalumi as a co-host with me this afternoon. And we have two great people that would be speaking to us now. We are, we are going to be centering, centering our conversations around uh, um, African food security now, the audio creative contribution. Now, according to the AU, the 2022 Team of the Year would, you know, be a good opportunity for us to continue to advocate to ensure that, you know, there is a great Africa as so world when it comes to food nutrition and things like that. We are not, we are not backward. We are not, you know, at the back of everything that is happening. In as much as we're trying to catch up and do things like that and um, we want to make sure that we are not left behind. Now the African day actually can be traced back, I like to give a little background, can be traced back to 25th of May. Okay, Emisi said he can't hear anything. Yeah, Emisi, if you can hear me, kindly log out and log in again. I think it is from you. Can every other person hear me?
1: Can
0: every other person hear me? Yes, clearly, I can hear you clearly. Um, someone, um, Palumi, please can you get to emisi Tell him to probably go out and come back,
2: anything, but I can't yeah. hear anything from you. Okay,
0: okay. That's um, cool. um uh, Palumi, please can you get to him? Tell him to log out, like, he should go off and then join again. Balumi, are you there?
3: I am.
1: Yes, I am, and I'm on only... it.
0: All right, great. So while pending, while oh, okay, when you, you... You got, I got you now. okay, I great. You now. All right, okay. So I was giving a little introduction into what African Day celebration is, and um according to history can be traced back to the 25th of may 1963 and was actually intended to celebrate and acknowledge the success of acknowledge the success of the oau then, which is au now in the fight against colonialism now over the years the celebration has been centered around different themes and situation in africa and this year we are focused on nutrition and food security, we know that Africa is growing, Our population is growing at an alarming rate, and for this population, um, we need to get them to, you know, to eat food—not just eat food, but get good food to them. And you will agree with me that that is not a one-man's job. It is the power of collective to make a, a big difference and to, so, you know talk with us on this conversation is Imisi Oluwa Ogunsuladeh I hope I did not murder your name <laughs> Emisi is a writer a critic a poet <laughs> and he loves uh, and is interested in African American history and culture you know everything that has to do with Africa and how it is emerging and everything that has to do with it and um, we also have joined us C.S. Williams, and we all know him as the Radio Apprentice. If you are on Instagram, I think you would have come across him. And um, he is one podcaster that has put his feet on the map. He is, of course, he is a broadcast manager and OAP and also a good DJ. And um, he is going to be joining us. Both of them will be speaking on what we have titled, Conversation around Africa's food security, the audio creative contribution. So the first question, Emisi is you know, when I, you know, saw nutrition and where we came up with the topic, I was like, okay, okay. Now, the first question is: Do you even think in the first place that audio creators we are a major stakeholder when it comes to food security or nutrition in Africa? Do you think we are? major stakeholder or do you do you even think we have a part in it
2: um okay um can you guys hear me though i want i need to be sure you can hear me yes can can anyone hear me me? yes oh okay um uh, first of all thank you for having me thank you for inviting me to the major edition of the members conversation and uh yes absolutely um, I think that audio creatives are major stakeholders when it comes to food security or insecurity in Africa. Um, uh, first is, I feel like while audio creatives do not have a direct impact on food security and nutrition in Africa, they are still an important aspect that you cannot take away. Uh, they function as the intermediaries really, uh, when you think of the case of retailers, consumers and wholesalers, um uh, we have wholesalers trying to reach out to consumers but they can't get to consumers except they have retailers. so um mm-hmm. the the food cycle or the food chain is never complete without the important aspect of retailers who function as vehicles between wholesalers and consumers mm-hmm. and that's why I think audio ducra's function when it comes to food security in Africa and really any any situation in Africa in Cultural society, I think that they're important because they function as intermediaries, vehicles, letting the world know, letting the public sector know, letting NGOs know, letting even normal people understand that, okay, there's something like food insecurity or security in Africa. So they're telling the public sector how food security can be ameliorated, how this can be done, what should be done and when it should be done so i think we're, we function as a mouthpiece and that's if that's not a major stakeholder, i don't know what is
0: <laughs> okay okay i get i get your point now i think radio apprentice are you there i think he's there Depending oh, when he talks now i get your view and you've already stated that um we old we are a part of what is happening. Now, would you say, or would you agree that we 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 have been part of the problems? Probably um, our positions, our views, our opinion, our projection, uh, has it really affected the picture of Africa when it comes to um, the real position of food situation in Africa and how people outside of Africa perceive us when it comes to food nutrition and food security do you think our our positions are really you know the the good and the bad now i don't want you to major or yes. No <laughs> yeah
2: yes uh, okay um well to be plain and to be blunt i I'll say not enough i will say not enough really uh, i do not think that our position has affected, okay, I I wouldn't say it has affected the perception of the world towards food situation in Africa in a positive light, uh, because as audio creatives, we tend to shy away from issues like food security. I mean, there are people who do not even know that food security in Africa has been off the track for, for years now. I mean, in 2020, more than one in five people in Africa faced hunger. And That's more than double the proportion of hungry people in any region. In fact, the continent remains like a net food importer at an annual cost of $43 dollars. And uh, you know, climate changes, COVID-19 has really exacerbated the situation such that it is off the track. You know, but still, as new creatives, we don't talk about this enough. We tend to shy away from stuff like this. We prefer talk about you know, domestic violence. Talk about you know gender issues talk about marriage uh talk about i i think mental health is the food security mental health in 2015 is the food security of now because mental health was not being talked about enough at the time we saw people with mental health as people who were done but that's that wasn't exactly the case but until we started to talk about mental health and now food security people do not even know that it exists so as audio creators, I feel like we need to talk about issues that really matter to us as a people. I mean, you can't even, you can't survive without food, really, and we need to conscientize people to jolt them from their momentary reverie, or other audio creators like us, and let them know that these are situations, these are issues that we need to, you know, to speak to as audio creators, as mouthpieces of the society. So uh even though we are trying our best i mean the main edition of this apva we're talking about food which is really important i think we still need to do more to conscientize people that there's something like food security or insecurity in africa so i think we still have a long way to go
0: um i don't know if um the radio apprentice can speak do you agree with the views of Inisi? Do you really agree with his views and perception in you know, same that we really, you know, what our views and perceptions are affected in Africa?
4: Hello, can you hear me? Good evening.
0: Yes, good evening. We can hear you. Welcome.
4: Thank you very much. Are we sharing the same time with everybody? Or should I just yes, say, good morning, good afternoon?
0: Um, I think that counts.
4: OK, thank you very much for having me. Right. Well, uh, when it comes to the issue of food, I'm not I'm not in a position to disagree or agree, actually, because uh, the hungry man doesn't really have a right to question what is given <laughs> to him or her. Yeah, so uh, the option of trying to decide who is saying it right or not, and you and I know that words don't bring food. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem, uh, the problem I think that's really happening here is the fact that uh, we are beginning to embrace uh, the modern way of things, and we're basically forgetting that uh, we have a root. Okay, uh, we are accepting civilization, digital way of everything. As a matter of fact, it's shooting. We are all shooting towards digital food <laughs> coming coming next, and uh, and it's yeah. a problem. Yeah. And the only place I think we can lend our voices is to highlight within our environment to say to people, see, uh, everybody wants to get rich, everybody wants to make money, everybody wants to be happy. But let's not forget that you have to eat healthy to stay healthy and not just the drugs you take or the paracetamol that heals your headache. And because of that, we can always uh, interpret our form of improvement towards farming. And we can say that within our space, we can discuss that within our space. Our podcast can always reflect food okay our discussions can reflect food everything that talks about food talks about your pattern of farming and producing the same food that you want to eat that kind of thing you want to consume and uh, in course of lending our voices it's quite simple and plain we have to channel our energy towards uh, discussing what really makes us healthy how we mean to grow food within our environment and so that if oil is the one messing the ground up or our mentality for modernization is messing our mind up or we have erosions here and there. Those are the issues now that needs to be tackled. Then we can address that via conversations, via talks. We can raise alarm, okay, because of our podcasts and broadcasts, just to let the world know that, okay, we want food, we want to grow our food, but these, these are our problems. But when we don't highlight them, then it's as if Everybody, everybody's fine and we eat, we eat rubbish and then we, we, we channel our energy back to drugs in order to feel better. So I think yeah. that's the best we can do when it comes to food and broadcasting.
0: Mm, okay, okay. You kind of answered the next questions. Bo. Well, let me ask both of you now. Now, aside that we have you know, podcasts and we can use our podcast channel to drive conversations and do things like that. How do we drive these conversations such that the right kind of information Gets to where it ought to get to. You agree with me that the world is filled with so much information. Like you can, you can go on Google and you get a whole lot of information, and some of them are half baked. So, as audio creative, how do we drive conversations such that you know the right information is getting to the right person at the time where it should get to them?
4: Hello, Chief. Should I go first?
0: Uh, you can go first, then Emisi will answer next.
4: Okay. Um, just like I, I said earlier, um, when we talk about, when we want to talk about food, uh, you know, sometimes I try to make a joke with certain podcasts. When I say, oh, I want to go, I'm going on a break. I want to go have something to eat. Uh, um, today, I went to buy food and I couldn't afford to buy fish in addition to what I wanted to eat. Oh, yesterday I couldn't buy yam because of A, B, C, D. Now you are you are literally highlighting these things to your audience, the little the little audience that you can assess. And truth still remains that as long as we are not talking the right matter, we're not discussing the right matter, we are going to keep living as though we are living thing. Okay, um, we talk about relationships all the time. Everybody who wants to talk, if you if you ask anybody what they want to talk about now, when they start a the podcast or are going to broadcast or anything. They tell you, I want to discuss relationships, sex and marriages. I want to discuss uh, celebrity gossips. I want to do this, I want to do that. Nobody's nobody's discussing the facto, okay? Um, how do we quench hunger? It's growing rapidly. How do we grow food? Nobody's discussing the science of food. Nobody's talking about how yam is being produced. Nobody's discussing on how vegetables are being grown. Nobody's creating podcasts on how cocoa should be cultivated, you know, all those, kind, all those kind of things are not being carried out. I, I expect that if we can establish conversations in, in mediums like this, okay, people are going to see the need because if you're advertising to me now that cocoa is really beautiful and you're, you're doing a, using a podcast to tell me how it can be grown and how I can enjoy it and what is right inside the seed and all of that, I might just want to go get cocoa or I go grow, my, grow some for myself. Now it's an improvement when it comes to communication because communication is actually driving the world. So it's as if what they tell us is what we know. And to an extent, it's as if we are being cut off from the reality of things. Because since we are, we are letting ourselves out of the factor that we need to eat to stay healthy, okay? now we're being bombarded with different other things. And some other people are building up the businesses for themselves and making us sick for them to give us. And it's very bad that you can actually destroy a nation that is hungry it's very obvious that you can destroy a nation that is hungry. All you need to do is tell them, if you don't do what I ask you to do, we're not going to let you import. You're not going to import food from our nation. And that's it. And that's quite important that if Africa really wants to stand just the way they want to stand, you should start by producing food, prioritizing food. Everything boils down to food. Medicine is food. Food is food. Okay, you eat healthy, you stay strong. From the same food, you produce the medicine that may help you stay strong. And when you're strong, you can fight. When you're strong, you can go to any battle. When you're strong, you can think when you' when your belly is full, you're happy. okay? It's still, it's still 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 towards life in every way. So if the only person who is happy can discuss relationship, is only somebody whose belly is full can have sex. It's the only person who is uh, whose mind is correct, can do business and play politics. Now all still boils down to food. Now the main question would be, do we really want to keep importing food or we just want to bend our heads down? and grow our food well enough for everybody when it's enough is enough then we can focus on something else that's just my take
0: okay but then can food really be enough (laughs) it over to you
2: um yes i i totally agree with what or World radio has said um as i said before you can't talk about what you don't know or you can't talk about what you don't know exists. so there are two stages to you know um ameliorating food security insecurity in africa which is first we need to conscientize people we need to let them know that this is a thing like this is something that exists you know because so many people do not know uh, it's it's it needs serious attention climate change is already starting progress by you know interacting with multiple other stressors and shocks including inequality there's degrading natural resources there's conflicts there's nineteen pandemic you know, and all these disruptions show that there's a trajectory trajectory that we do not want to go. Um, in the next thirty years, for example, it shows that two two hundred and eighty two millions of African population who are undernourished are going to increase to three fifty million, and that that should be alarming to us as audio creators, as you know, people as mouthpieces. So we need to let people understand that this is something that we need to address. Um, it is as important as domestic violence, as as much as you know, marriages, as much as the gender conflicts and, and and all of that. So that's that's on the one hand, we need to jolt people from their momentary reverie, and at the same time, I feel like we need to we need to be multimodal about our communication on food. Uh, it doesn't. It's not just endemic to us audio creators. We need to put it in. Print media, we need to make documentaries about it. We need to research, explore, show it in videos, put it on social media. So I think it all needs to be out there. Podcasts are not going to be enough because there's so many people that, that wouldn't want to come on a podcast where you're talking about food security in Africa, you know. So but you know, there are ways that you could communicate effectively, and that's why I said we need to be multimodal. So yes, um, the first stage is to let people know that just like global warming, just like climate change, food security, is the thing in Africa, and we're not on the right track at all. So we can start from there. And then we'll see how it goes. All
0: right. Um. Now, an important part of what both of you have, you know, said is, you know, representation. Now you agree with me that with the gram, with um everything we do nowadays comes a lot of exaggeration you agree with me on that now people tend to over exaggerate and uh, people tend not to speak the complete truth now how do we change the narrative such that you no, know, we are changing the narratives around food and nutrition in africa such that we are not exaggerating and as much as yes we have you know we have countries in Africa that export and things like that but in, in, in a, in a, in a bid to you know present Africa as you know getting it right. You know there is this little exaggeration that we put here and there. we tend to call it packaging. So how do we change the narrative around food and nutrition in Africa such that we are not exaggerating, we are not over exaggerating and we are not you know killing ourselves as Africans
2: well well basically I, I don't i do not even think food security in africa can be emphasized really um i think it's us on the inside that do not know the the weight of what is going on i mean people on the outside the ipc wfp FEWS, the N E T, they won't do usaid they know about this and they make researches about it all the time you know check it online you find um researchers and questionnaires that have that I've been giving out and all of that, trying to know the food situations in both urban areas and rural areas in Africa. And they know how important this is. So I don't think this kind of conversation can be said with an amount of exaggeration really, because it should be exaggerated. And just like I said, mm. um, there's like, yeah. There's um a, a, a three. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can.
2: Okay. Um Africa is expected to lose up to 30% of its current growing areas for, for maize, for example, for banana and 60% for beans by 2050. That means that in 2050, our kids might not be able to eat beans. They might not be able to eat maize. They might not be able to eat banana anymore and <laughs> i don't think i don't think that can be overemphasized in any case so people on the outside know about these things fancy many bodies and, and public sectors ngos they know about this so all we need is an, an internal overhaul because mm-hmm. we say charity against home. So, you know we need to start from eight. yeah Time because I don't think arguments are even doing anything about these things because they do mm-hmm. not place a lot of attention to what it is. So we need to get up on the call and to we so Overall, and early, I don't think this situation can be emphasized. I don't know what my other um colleague thinks. Can you hear Yes,
0: can you hear me? yes uh, yes
4: we my, can. my brother is really scaring us right now so he said i won't eat banana i mean i like banana too and uh, granite. Eh? even at old age you know that time i'll be old holding my walking stick i still want to eat banana now. it's very good it has a very <laughs> remarkable shape for reality of things i'm just saying you know, stop saying that because you keep saying that hey, we don't no build house again we'll just build one small hut and use our entire land for banana plantation thank you for the for the information. But uh, with all being said, uh, we have we have one major problem. I, I won't want to go over what her uh, friend has said, but we just have to keep highlighting the ones that we haven't really picked up. You know that very soon they're going to can our bananas for us. Hmm? They're going to can our plantain. Okay, apparently we won't want to fry plantain now. We we'll open the pack and pour it on the frying pan. Maybe that's what we're looking, that's what we're looking forward to. Because um, to us here, that's the only thing we appreciate. As soon as it's canned and sealed, we're good. As soon as it comes in the back, we're okay. Um, I wouldn't want to eat a canned or sealed banana or a sealed plantain or sealed potato uh, in the future. You know, I had a very good baller this afternoon. I can tell you, very nice fish. You know, has some pepper. You know, very hot. Can you imagine that kind of feeling leaving you. Ah, uh-uh. no, now. You know where we go to buy this thing like you're coming back from work and you just park by the roadside with all your well-dressed attire the whole thing you just walk into there and say ma organize something for me you know it gives you a feeling okay You gives you food yeah food humbles you all right food is the only thing that can put you in a position of distress and still give you happiness at the same time okay someone slaps you and gives you food well you're going to reconsider if you're a hungry person that's what is really happening <laughs> but then but then we're not thinking critically, okay? And the problem is that the people in, in rural areas, they understand this thing, okay? And so they enjoy themselves in those areas. The people in the urban areas are busy eating canned and sealed food, all right? And when these people from the rural area bring you the little food that they have been able to produce, uh, we, we look at it like shit, like we say, okay, it's, it's here now, what can we do with it? And we're the ones making the decision for the people in the rural areas, because we are creating policies that is affecting them. As much as we're not taking, taking what they're doing over there seriously, as long as we, all we do is go to buy their lands and build skyscrapers, rather than build farms, we're the one causing the problem. Because we have the money in the urban area, and we're taking to the rural area to destroy what is available. Okay, We're going to buy their land for, for peanuts, just so that we can build a house that is for rent, that will not be rented in the next one year, rather than making up a farm that would feed people. Now it's a problem, and the problem of the big people right now, it's a problem of the rich, because we're OK and having our eggs packed in crates and imported, whereas you can just have the chicken lay the thing right there so yeah, and just shakoko and everybody's happy. You know, there's a whole lot going on that we're not really understanding, and it's going to affect us. Yeah. Well, please, my brother, please don't don't say that you said again. I don't want to eat canned banana. And I know that by the time that time it gets to that time, since we don't have it, they're going to offer us. Okay, other countries are going to offer Africa something. And we're going to accept something we can actually avoid right now. All we need to do is change our narrative. We know how we've been doing things before. Food, has, food wasn't our problem in the past. It's becoming a problem now in the future yeah. because we're eating everything but nothing that we're meant to eat. So we can all go back to the drawing board. Rather than invest in, on things that are not really relevant, we can invest in large farms. We can turn the urban lifestyle into farming. As soon as you turn the urban lifestyle into farming, Trust me, food is always going to be available because, yeah, the rich are now growing food, which really means that it's going to be available to everyone mm-hmm. because resources are going to be involved and energy is going to be put in place. That's my take.
2: By the way, I, at least you'd be able to tell your kids about the stories
4: of banana. Uh, you know? Uh, the- <laughs> no, 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 I beg you, I beg you in the name of God. My knees are down. Have I begged since? I beg you now, you see granite and banana, eh? you, can't, you can't divide this truth. And in your in your moment of worry, you can't divide <laughs> this truth. <two>. please.
0: <laughs> but then, you agree with me that these are your You cannot deny it, cannot deny that these are the truths that are staring at us in the face. Now, the real, now, the real deal, in as much as, oh, um, Emise is talking about food and um, the fact that we'll not have bananas very soon. And um, Radio Apprentice is like, don't say that, I'll do my bits to do this, to do that. One of the major stakeholders in driving all of this, whether we choose to see it or not, are the government at all levels, you know? And we know the bureaucracy that lies in government, okay? At least to some extent I've, you know, worked and I've no what you know, some of the things that go on there now as audio creative how can we you know help the government get the government to start doing their own part of the bargain when it comes to solving food insecurity in africa starting right from where we are
4: uh, we chief, get me? chief chief i need, i will need to go first because uh I think my, my, my <laughs> mind is boiling now. This this banana threat now is beginning to give me wahala. This <laughs> plantain. I on, need to do. go first. Now, to, you know, and yeah, I don't want to say what I want to say because if I say it right now, well, air. Eh, so let me just hold myself strong. I'm, the way I'm holding myself now, you won't understand. But let me say this, yeah? The, the government have a role to play, but the only way you can let a government official is enjoying himself and he's not even sure where the food is coming from um mm. the man the man no longer goes to the kitchen the woman no longer goes to the kitchen the cooks do the job all they do is collect money and go to the market whatever they buy there is available the only way yeah. you can tell the man that uh food needs to be grown in a proper way is to mm-hmm. tell his doctor or those are our people those are our podcasters or those are our uh, media personalities who are into pharmacy who are in who are medical doctors come out to say como if you eat ABCD that is not properly grown or uh, synthetic aligned, you're going to have A, you're going to have BCD problem. They are very scared of that. A man who has money does not want to die like that. So if sure. you tell if you if you remind them that CEO, if these things are no longer available in the coming years, we're going to have the ones grown, mm-hmm. of course, via unnatural uh, conditions. So you're going to eat them and still have those problems that you would have when the food is not properly grown when you tell them that they're going to look into the proper channels on how to grow the food well and improve it in the future if you're going to tell them that see, the old age is coming you know? if you get to old age and this particular food is not available you're going to die you, you won't even add one more year to that your old that your age they're going to ensure that today okay acres of plants are available to grow that particular crop that is going to affect them during old age the people who are who needs to be talking right now in helping convince a politician because i'm tr- i'm talking from a natural perspective i'm not saying if you like go and shout announce cry beg uh, they will come and give you an official statement we are working very hard we want to ensure that food is available for everybody as a matter of fact, hundred and something billion dollars have been invested into food program. We're going to ensure that in the next 22 years, everything is going to, food is going to be available for everyone, you're going to wake up in the morning and food will be safe for you on bed, whether you go to work or not. They will give you the language sweet enough to vote, sweet enough to continue with the government. But you and I know that as soon as you threaten them with their life and tell them the truth about the food that will be available, when the real one is not longer available, they will work hard even without telling you. Now, so this is on the shoulder of, our creatives who are in the medical field, who actually know what they're doing, to say come. Mm. This is my research. This is what I've discovered. If we don't have these foods available, this is what is going to be. Because no matter how you look at it, yeah, when food is no longer available in, the, in, in Africa, somehow mm. so, some other food is going to be available. Just take for example, when you go to a place and you don't find mama foods to eat, or you don't find a, rest- a good restaurant to eat, you end up buying snacks. You don't even care how the snacks are prepared. Sometimes you buy biscuits just to hold yourself back. So when you don't even have natural food, you and I know that artificial one will show up and we're going to eat whether we like it or not. So by the time you tell them that, see, these are the problems of not eating right, of not growing your own crops, of not monitoring the progress of food in your place. If people are hungry, they're aggressive. They will come and attack in your houses if you don't grow this food if you don't make food available, if they cannot wake up in the morning and buy food with 200 naira or $1, whatever it is to get the kind of food they want to eat. If you don't tell them that they're going to be mobbed if people don't eat, then forget it. Mm. If you don't remind them that if they don't eat proper food, they're going to be in trouble, they're going to fall sick, that even the foreign doctor can't treat them, we're not going to have food. But when you tell them, when you remind them that security is going to be a problem when there's no food, or you tell them health security is going to be a problem when there's no food, then trust me, see these two, is a problem of the rich. And when you remind them that there'll be problems in these sectors, if there's no food available in the coming years, they'll work hard, even without letting you know that something is happening. That's my take.
0: Hmm. Those are strong words. Those are really strong words. Um, Inisi, what's your take?
2: Uh, Well, I totally agree with uh, what my other speaker has said. Um, but to go go trust that, I think that uh, other ways uh, by which you can get the government to, you know, to join the, the cause is uh, that we need to start to invite reputable people, you know, who can speak truth to power. On on this kind of um, events. for example, we can invite people who actually have say, you know, and who can influence uh, things and influence people's decision, you know, have them on our programs, have them talk about how, what they think about it, and, uh, you know, so if we do that, I feel like they might help us, you know, commun- communicate with people at the top. I, I, I think that this has to be the most diffi- difficult aspect of um, food security in Africa, because in a society where it's difficult for the government to, you know, provide basic amenities, and, you know, you don't expect them to, to be involved or to be concerned with this kind of issue because it doesn't really affect me, so yeah, yeah. I
4: think
2: that we need to invite reputable people to join us in this course And at the same time, we need to ensure that our own audio creations, as art pieces and as creators, mm-hmm. are not only impressive but also functional, so we don't get undermined when we go, out, go around talking about, you know, things that are not exactly pertinent to our situation, to our cause as humans, to so our existence, to so our survival as humans you know people could undermine us like these ones are not serious or these youths are not serious you know so we need to, to border bother on issues that are impressive but are functional like issues that really matter to us because if you're undermined if people don't regard you or what you see then they're not going to hear you out so i i think those are the two ways that i think we can get the governments to be involved in this situation
4: Uh, have we have we gone silent? Is the is the government playing pranks with us now? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think I working
0: with the government and she, she,
2: she, she didn't like what I
4: said. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. It was the, the moment of silence was too much. I was even I was asking somebody to check whether bananas are now available. Or. uh
0: <laughs> this banana is a first problem. <laughs>
4: No, okay. I mean, if I say banana too much, you know, when I say banana, I'm even talking about plantain too, because you need plantain for very nice bole That's just my, just (laughs) my. No, you
0: mentioned something that is very important, Missy. (laughs) Okay, so you mentioned something that is very important, Missy. You, I am a Nigerian. Okay, I am in my small cubicle creating content. How do I access somebody that's in, um. You know, the government to get them to talk or you know to get them to see, or how do I, um, just like Radio Apprentice said, get, you know, get across to their doctors or something. Some of them don't even get their medical checkup in Nigeria, they don't get them in Africa as a whole. So how do I, because it's really important that we get to these people, how do I get access to them? I know you want to say know somebody that knows somebody. That other than knowing somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, how else do I get these people?
4: Um, oh,
2: well, okay, you go.
4: First. Okay, I should go first. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do I go first? Uh how do I how do you get across to them? The truth is we can't get across to their doctors. We don't even need their doctors. That's the truth. We don't even need to know who treats them. We don't even know what country they get treated. Okay, they assess the internet as much as we assess the internet. They know as much as we know. Trust me. Okay? What you can what we can say is we know the creatives that we can talk to. We can talk to our fellow creatives, people who are in the medical field, people who are good pharmacists, people who have studied food science. Okay, they can decide to come up with things. They can decide to join the conversation. All right. Whatever conversation that goes out well in the media actually trends one way or the other. They watch it, they see it. But we can start from where we are. You don't need to if if you're a person who is just in your small closet and trying to do a podcast and all of that, then you can start from your own own range. You can tell your people to build interest in food. Okay, that's the the little you can do. All right. Then if you're trying to get the government, then we can as well spread our information right now and say, okay, whoever is in this field, whatever it is you do, plan to start talking. If you study food science, plan to start a conversation that tilts towards your science. Let us know exactly what we're missing. Let us know what we stand to gain if we feed on A, B, C, D. They watch this content. They know where to find this content. We are not the one that gets it for them. Don't worry. They know where to watch it. They know how to see it. The same way they see other. The same way they get to watch other things. The same way they will get to watch this one. It's just to get the people to build interest in it. To get us to decide on building contents around food. To make fun of it. To make to make, uh, to make it sound serious, to make, you know, just to create everything around it, just so that it's been reminded that if we don't eat right, we're in trouble. And if we don't have food, we're in trouble. Okay, that's that's just it.
2: Yeah, yeah and to add to that, um, I think I've been in this uh, system for a while now to understand that um, an aggressive amount of cold calling does not hurt anyone and it would shock you how much people you can get on the show by just you know, cold calling them, you know? There are times when I have Sorry. to be on podcast.
5: Sorry, can Hello? I just step in? There is this noise that comes in, like a clapping noise. I don't know if I'm the only one hearing that. Can anyone confirm that you can hear that sound perhaps while you may say, yeah, Yes, yes yeah it's quite distracting like it it even overshadows your voice and i really want to hear what you're saying basically can you check to confirm you know check to know where that is coming from
2: yeah that's that's coming from my place i I totally apologize uh they're trying to make some fixes upstairs i'm trying to find a location where
5: that's not going to interfere right now just give me okay. a little okay all right thank maybe you maybe next question yes ah where's our bullet fighter and the
4: banana fighter i'm here oh, my hand is oppo oh, don't don't, <laughs> don't 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 add don't add sansanto that's too yeah, you have problem yeah you have problem today was with head of fish Yes, um, before
5: Felicia continues, I I just want to say that I love that we're having this conversation. I know Felicia have mentioned how the government has a role to play, but I particularly know the power of influence and how communications can also affect some of the decisions that you know the masses make. If we have more people, more of our creatives influencing this space and trying to advocate or create some sort of awareness around food insecurity in the, on the continent i think that will, would also go a long way what, what do you think uh, uh williams
4: ah we are just speaking too much english inside this food scene i don't <laughs> i don't know if you understand though food is sweeter when is when you when you prepare it with native porto you know, you have firewood own service even better. They tell you that the soup made with firewood is it has one Asian taste that can that can that can make a man bring out all the money he has. Now, uh, for the female politicians and the female creatives and all of that, if we don't have that soup that we make that will turn our head, we are going to be aggressive and unapologetic in the future. You should that mindset will be off the charts. So what do you want to do now? Let's turn the table as well. Okay, if the woman can eat something nice to come out, her appearance is good and all of that. She's going to be aggressive. As a matter of fact, we can't talk to each other again. We'll just be walking on the road as though we don't have anything in connection. Now, to protect our relationships, let us talk about food. Have I been able to tilt towards relationships and marriage successfully?
2: <laughs> um, sorry guys. Um, is it better now? <laughs> uh, I try space. To... I think it sounds still very good. Is it?
0: It's, yeah, it's still interfering.
2: I don't think there's any. It's coming from upstairs, so there's no way I can run to right now. <laughs> it's so sad.
4: Okay, so that's my take. That's my take on that particular part. But
2: okay. there's a
4: whole lot. There's a whole lot to do actually. Uh, apart from let's we, we we laugh about it, we make jokes about it, we say a lot of things about it. But the truth still remains that uh, if we don't emphasize. If we don't uh, channel our conversations towards this, if we don't create shows that is tuned towards this, it's all, if all we think about is um, discussions on erotic verses, gossips, celebrities, movies, and all of that, if that's the only priority that is centered around us, then we have a problem. Because at the end of the day, you'll still go to eat. Whether it's uh, fast food or whatever, those, these things are brought from somewhere. At some point in time, they were natural. They were crops. They, were, they are being grown somewhere. Now the question is, where are they being grown? In your continent, if it's in your continent, they're cheaper. If it's in your country, it's good. Imagine if you have to plug vegetables from your backyard to make to make vegetable soup. Do you have to pay for that? No. And you're paying. You're using. You're eating something fresh because you know where it came from. Okay. You're getting all the nutrients from that vegetable because it's just there in your backyard. Okay, same thing for every other thing. So you you understand that what you're eating is valid. And when you have it everywhere in your country, when you have it everywhere in your continent, you're good, you're perfect. Everything is well articulated. Now it's supposed to be a priority. So as creatives, I think that we have to prioritize food. As a matter of fact, we even need to um, expand on our food podcasts, our food broadcasts. Sometimes we should just bring up food and just talk about them. People will build interest. Bring up crops, talk about crops. Talk about land. Talk about a fertile land. Mm-hmm. Discuss something. You know, like, like these other stations make you see animals in their natural form and all of that. We can discuss food in their natural form. That way, mm-hmm. someone who is going to make one million naira today will actually know where to invest that money. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Um, Imisi, are you back with us now? Um,
2: uh, Yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay yes, uh-huh. that's good. Yes, um, Sophie please, can you mute your mic for now please? Oh okay sure, I'd like to say something after he's done, if that's okay. Yeah we'll get to that part soon. Okay sure. Um, So from my side now I'll ask the last question so that I can allow other people, other participants ask you questions now what can the audio creative leverage on you know to achieve the general goal what are those things probably you know those things that we are not seeing but you you know being that you've been in the field for a very long time experience expertise and all of that what are those things that we can leverage on social media what calling people out or things like that what are those things really that we can leverage on to achieve the goal to see that things ought to be the way they ought to you know to be is that for me it means yes
2: um okay um well i think we've said it all we've talked about cold calling we've talked about social media internet and all of that so i think we've talked about it all and the sound is back can you guys hear me though
0: yes
2: okay um i I think that's our, our deep okay i think that our deep uh, connection with audio starts in the womb where you know hearing is developed at six months in the uterus and there are two key developments that have deepened this already intimate relationship the use of headphones you know and the generation z for example they, they use a lot of headphones and all of that and it would shock you how much audio outlets we have and how much audio um Streams they listen to, so I think we need to leverage on the intimacy of audio streaming to approach important matters because visually, usually prefer to do that with print materials and visual content. But I think that's much more than anything. Audio outlets appeal to feelings. You know, when you have something, when you have your headphone on, you know, sometimes when you're when you're playing, for example, you not even. To watch anything, but you have your earphones on and you're listening for four hours. You know, people listen to something and something that is that you cannot see, but you can hear appeals to your feelings, uh, which in turn conditions you. So, I think we need to connect with, with listeners on a deeper level by understanding and you know, touching, appealing to their state of mind. So, I think that's on the one hand, and uh, we need to use a lot of technology. There are many means now by which you can start your own podcast session in your room just go to apple store there are so many applications you can use you know so it's, it's not easy. it's just for us to know the right um issues and the topics to approach or, or to talk about so yeah and with the use of social media i think we're going to go
0: okay all right um radio radio apprentice
4: I think every, every time you call my every time you call me to this podium, uh, I, I feel I feel threatened. Okay, um, I feel like there's something you want me. To say. I feel like you just want a reaction. Mm? See, yeah. I know I don't. I know I don't emphasize on it all the time. I can't. I, I don't say enough of it. Now, earlier today I wanted to do a podcast about how food has become so expensive. You know um, all these things i'm saying right now i wanted to put out to the audience with the proper presentation of prizes and everything i bought uh to show them that see uh the fish is now 700 nair, normally 300 the the yam is now 300 nair, that is supposed to be 150 the plantain is now off the charts it's now 500 now usually it's 200 like with yeah. 700, 800, so 700 naira. I'm already a big boy, sophisticated meal is already ready. i mean, my boy You know, then you not add one chill <laughs> drink to it. But now it's more expensive. You spent, I spent close to 1,800 naira just to get one plate of what I would get before for 1,000 naira or less. Okay, now that is to show you that we're, we're, we're in trouble. Presently, we're in trouble. we even talking about the future. Right now, we're in deep trouble. Okay because we obviously can't afford it right now that's because it's not in a, it's yeah. not in abundance but no matter how the dollar dwindles and the pounds tend to drive itself if we have food in abundance in this country first it still won't be that expensive it still won't be mm. okay because no matter how the market who decides to drive our price and change things and try to accommodate the cost of transportation the cost of uh, buying carry after selling plantain and all of that it still mm-hmm. will not affect the fact that these things are increasing by 200%. Now, you see, that's the problem. Now, the people who can afford it right mm. now are the people we're trying to reach not so. Because they can afford it, yes. it takes more to reach them. It takes more to reach them. You can't just reach them, because they will still eat what they want to eat. Yeah. Even if you're crying right now that that same thing you want to eat is a 1000 naira, they will still go to buy it for 2000 there And they're fine. They're OK mm. with it. Now, to reach them, like we always like we say, we keep saying it over and over again, we have to start from our small space. We have to build our interest for food. Now, before you can discuss food with passion, you need to first of all build your own interest for food. OK, you need to be able to uh, think that if you have a thousand naira right now, you probably will invest it. OK, for example, let's say this land, they are selling everywhere, cheap prices. Okay, And the only thing we think about, to be sincere with you, when, when a young chap wants to buy property or buy their land, the first thing to think about is how the money to develop the land afterwards mm. nobody's thinking about buying land for farming Yes. Yeah. You, you just take the percentage of the people we have in this country everyone in total um, the people who are thinking of farming with the land they buy is 10 percent out of 100 now can this 10 percent feed the hunt the, the mm. other 90 no so people are not even thinking about bringing their money out now to buy land just so that they can farm that's because it's not emphasized. Nobody's talking about, nobody's saying that uh, profit can be made from farming. Nobody's saying that, uh, because if you if you want to drive people into certain sectors, you have to tell them the benefit, despite the fact that that is what they eat. But you still have to tell them that, see, if you grow food, this is how much you make. This is what you make and all of that. Now, so it is not only for the doctors, like we were saying before, the pharmacists, the food science people and all of that, the business people, okay, the planning sectors, hey you people should decide to turn the entire uh, Potakot or the entire Abuja or the entire lagos into a farmland okay this is the benefit you're going to have right and let us eliminate the idea of exporting food first let every african country presently grow their food and stay just be content with what you have within your circle first then we can know you can now decide to export when we have so much but no the man who grows plantain in his village that has quite enough, wants to export it to make more money because he gets his money in exchange for dollars. And so we're starving right here. So the the Mm -hmm. food is even traveling from Africa to elsewhere because they are making their money so attractive to us that we don't even want to grow the the little food we grow and exhaust it here. We don't even want to Mm -hmm. to consume them here. We want to still move the little one we're growing here out to them over there. And so how will Africa grow? How will Africa have food? Now that's the problem. So until we start, looking into what we do understanding that the business area of it has to be addressed before you start discussing the political part of it then we have it driving then we have it talking and we, we need to be the one talking and not just talking we need to make it a way of life that way if we produce uh five episodes in a week you we probably have like two episodes discussing the meals you ate and what you want to eat your cravings and all the kind of food you want to prepare we can have like three four episodes again discussing the benefit of uh, vegetables, the benefit of uh, getting eggs, the benefit. You know, by the time you keep doing this, people are building interest. Then the the person in the business sector, somebody who studied something that relates to uh, uh, marketing and all, they can now tell people, see, if you if you have acres of this, this, that, that, and you grow plantain and you turn them to plantain flour, people eat healthy, but this is how much you make. Okay, if you you can produce plantain chips, right? You can produce the chips right here. The same chips we buy in packs and fry. We can do it here. You tell them, if you do it here, you get benefit. And then the government will now go into the economic aspect of it. This is the benefit you make for being a farmer. That way we're growing. That way we can grow things. It takes a lot to do this and not just coming out to say, uh, let us grow food. And the government will say, yes, I agree. That's all. Government government come, government go. They are able to eat what they want to eat. They're able to drink what they want to drink. The problem still lies within the citizens mm. that cannot afford to explore as much as they can explore. That's my take. Mm.
0: Now this has been eye-opening for me and challenging at the same time. Well let me pause here for I don't know if we have questions. I know Sophie has something to say. If we have questions from people that are listening to us, this is the time to take them. But I'll let Sophie go first. So Sophie you can ask your question or say, you know, contribute your own part. Hi guys,
3: sorry, I I I actually wanted I had a question for the guy who was um, who had just spoken when I muted the mic, right? I'm not so sure. Uh, pity I didn't take the name because I, I I thought I could just like throw in the question, but um, we spoke a lot about. Um, Firstly, when the meeting started, obviously we re- we realised that we're in different spheres and uh, we're experiencing the food security matter in different in on different angles, right? So fair and fine, we've spoken about how we need to actually put it out there in our content or in in what's happening around us to our peers, what we eat um but from our from my end from my side of the world um first things first when we talk about growing or getting land to farm your own to grow your own food what happens when the lim- the options are limited in a world where gmos are being fast produced first things first what happens to, to okay um you find that for, already we all know that we are majority of the people listening are podcasters some are not some are just some have just joined to actually learn about food security and the next step right so fair and fine we've defined what that is but what is the actual action plan towards putting it out there which goes beyond just okay the options that are available because um I'm in South Africa, and to be honest, land is not much of an option for many people. So there is no, but then you find retailers that sell food and say that it's organic. How do you know that something is organic and real? How do you then plant, how do you, I'm not sure if you're getting my question, or maybe I've gone a little too deep, but in terms of of that, right, How do you then now make it a lifestyle or encourage other people to make it a lifestyle apart from just speaking about it? What are actually the things that we need to look out for when it comes to securing what you take in? Seeing that cultures and staple foods are different. I think that's my
4: question. Okay. uh, Now I see I'm very calm to answer that. Uh, When you because of your culture or what you eat within the environment. And that is where I would uh, drag the African Union into this, because we're in different places and uh, we eat different things. We know what is organic and not actually. Sometimes we have been told, okay, um, let's let's just go outside Africa, for example, you go to the UK, you have it obviously there that they tell you, you see that the organic ones are more expensive than the Than the ones they've grown out there with anything. And yes, most Africans try to afford the organic one because that's what they're used to at home. No matter where you come from, you're from Ghana, South Africa, wherever, you know exactly where to buy the real food. And uh, you and I also know that we can accept that certain African countries no longer have land or they don't have enough or their land is not as fertile as it's meant to be. That is where I drag the African Union into this. There certain conversations that needs to be uh, had in several places. That these things need to be prioritized. Okay, we, we we claim to be one unit, and then we have problems when these things come up. All right, uh, there are certain food that go around. They're not organic, and yes, in in, in Nigeria right here, that's that barely happens. Okay, that barely happens because if you have a problem with food, all you need to do is travel with a 2000 naira $2, from where you are, and you're buying everything in baskets. Sometimes it's quite expensive. Or if you're within the sector where food is not properly grown, okay, that is now the government coming in to say, "Come, uh, African Union, we don't have this available to us. This is how we can. This is the only way we can grow this particular food. Is there a way we can come together, right, and uh, initiate a trade? You grow a, you grow this kind of food, and you get to us. We grow, we bring to you, and all of that, and everybody's happy, everybody's secure. But no, that is not what is happening right now. Everybody." You know, I, I read the news the uh, day before yesterday. A prominent man in my country came out to say that uh, they have invested particular billions of dollars in food, and they are very certain right now that food is not going to be a problem in Africa. I'm sure that that is, uh, that is a conversation that came up as regards to this program. Now, those are lies that have been told when they share the money in their circles. People need to start telling the truth. When you eat something that you're not meant to eat, you're meant to speak out. Now, that's the truth. If I eat something that's not cool, I would come out on the internet and say, come, this thing I bought today, I bought in the in market. This I call, call the market, I bought it. If I don't know the person, I'll say, this is what I bought. In case you, go, you all want to have this food, make sure you look out for ABCD. When that starts trending, then you, know, then you probably ask questions as to what is going to happen next. Because we're not speaking out. You eat rubbish, you keep quiet. That's the problem. When you, when you don't eat what you're meant to eat, you speak out fast enough. You make it, you make it a conversation, you make, you, you raise alarm. Now everybody would contact from that conversation and it's going to trend in my country to trend. If you eat something you're not meant to eat and you put it out there and people see it, it's going to trend. So if you're a vendor and that is what you're selling, if that's what you're growing in your farm, you're going to go broke. Because as soon as that trends, you're done and dusted. Now, if that is not happening in your country, then that needs to start happening. because Everybody deserves to eat organic. Okay, and if you cannot afford organic, let them tell you that this food you're about to eat is not organic, then you know what you're spending your money on. But we're going to have this problem more if we're not speaking out, because in the future, we're not even going to have the option of deciding whether we want to eat organic or not. So in course of addressing the issue in your own country, I think your countrymen and countrymen needs to start speaking out, questioning the government as to the availability of land and farming procedures. And where they can't have that, negotiations have to come to place. The trading arrangement needs to be established. African Union needs to come into it. An agreement has to be made. Agreements is not only when war starts. You don't come together. The only time they come together is when they want to have war. How have come together now for food? Because this is the problem, and it needs to be addressed. That's my take. Everybody has a part in this. With your, with your voice from your keypad, and all. we can all have this addressed. That's as much as I can put out right now, unless you have more questions for me.
0: I
3: think Sophie does that answer your question. Yes, yes, noted. Um I'm happy with what you said about how it has to be addressed and you have to speak up and yeah we we do have a long way to go but it takes time and I also think to add on it's going to be also a lot more action based from the people that actually have the knowledge because it's not only going to be just about speaking up, it's also going to be about acting it out. When you make a decision to not eat, I'm not sure how how much accessible organic or unorganic food is is in other countries. Like um, I did say, the, the, the gentleman that just spoke now did mention that he's from Nigeria. I'm not sure in terms of the economy and accessibility of fast foods, but um, on my end it's very it's very much efficient you get things like not to drag down brands or anything you get things like um mcdonald's who we 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 all know highly process their meats you get things like um uber eats readily accessing no one is really talking about how this food is, is is really really toxic to the body no one no one does talk about that so I agree with what you said, that speaking up is actually the first action, but also sometimes the action towards, like, if the people close to you, they now start seeing you saying no, they're going to start, they're now questioning on what is actually organic, because I think that's where we need to begin. Not many people actually have a know-how on what is on the list of organic and non-organic everyone is just eating to become full and i think that's where the problem is you're eating for satisfaction and if you're seen eating healthy things like um, peanuts and vegetables it's like oh you kind of look poor like as if you do not afford the fancy and yet unhealthy food so i think once we do establish on how we're going to make a little more noise about it it's very detrimental to also establish on what what is on the list of organic foods? What is this good for? Why should you go the primitive, so to say, or older way of eating versus the newer way? Because it's it's a money-making scheme. That is, that is the one thing that we also should note, that it's all about making money. They'll sell us anything just to make money and to make a quick solution, and yet in the long run, we're dying. So thank you so much for your answer and yeah. All right, Pelumi, are you there?
0: Go ahead, please. Um, I don't think Pelumi, are you there? Do we have any other questions, please?
1: um can he- can everyone hear me yes we can all right all right okay this has been such an um insightful and educating conversation like this has just been so great and thank you so much um the radio apprentices and thank you emiti for your contributions thank you sophie it's been such a great 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 conversation and um before we proceed i'd like to ask if any other person has any questions. Anyone that has any questions, please um, you can unmute your mic and ask direct your questions either to the radio apprentice or to Emesti if you have any questions. Okay, so while we are still waiting for the questions, um, like the radio apprentice said, I just I think that of course we um, audio creatives we have platforms and you know using our platforms is just like the most like it's one of the things that we can actually do to contribute to this cause while i was preparing for this meeting i i was just speaking to someone about the conversation and it was just surprising to me the fact that this person did not even know that this is actually an issue but then that's it like this is an issue a lot of people don't know about a lot of people don't know that you know this is something that we are currently battling in Africa. And the only way we can bring this conversation to everybody is by using our platforms. And so as audio creatives, I believe that one way we can help out, one way we can, you know, just contribute to this course is by using our platforms, creating awareness. And even just as Radio Apprentice said again, you know, no matter whatever niche we are uh, um, having conversations around, whether it's, you know, uh, ceremonies, whether it's costumes, whether it's um entrepreneurship whatever niche we are are, you know having conversations around we can just you know put this we can can put this issue in between Can just infuse this issue in between and just let everybody know what's going on and let everybody know how they can you know come hands-on and contribute and just make africa better in terms of food security um i don't know if there's anyone that still has any question while waiting for questions and then you can direct your questions either to the radio apprentice or to EMISTI, the radio apprentice of to the They are still here and they are still taking questions. Um, in the absence of any question, um, I'm just going to pass the mic back to Felicia. All right. <clears throat> so
0: we are wrapping up really great. has been an interesting time, just like Galumi um, said. And well, I've 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 learned a lot personally, and I hope that when this also gets out to other people, they take care of from it and learn. Remember that the ABVA award is still going on, and nominations are going to be ending by 30th of May, 2022. And by that time, there'll be no more room for nomination. It will just be the judging, and of course, um, the main event, which is slated for 25th of September, 2022 all events will be via our youtube channel and um of course remember that judging will be done based on structure mm-hmm. originality mm-hmm. um technicality content quality creativity and of course sound quality for more information kindly go to africanpodcasters.org forward slash um award and remember this is apver we are the african podcasters uh, and of course voiceover artists. we are you know trying to showcase africa's talent to the world and you can follow us yeah, on all point social media official, to Who is okay um Abva underscore official on instagram and of course as long as you type Abva, i believe we will always pop up we will always pop up so thank you um emisi Thank you for telling us to take heat. that we'll not be able to eat banana anymore and plantain anymore very soon. And you're scared the hell out of Radio Apprentice. But all the same, thank you so much. We'll be watching out, we'll be looking out, and we'll make sure that we do our part in driving this conversation. Happy African Day to each and every one of you. And thank you so much for joining us. So, from me to you, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank
0: How you ready, everyone. You too. Thank you. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Emisi. Thank you, OK. Thank you, Anoluwako, You're just joining us. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Palumi. Um, wabi i hope i pronounced that correctly thank you so much for joining us um that is our you know strong person thank you so much for joining us and you can all you know we've come to the end thank you so much until next time thank bye. So bye bye you so much